0: What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. The fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your
1: huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine.
0: Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once." Shame on, shame on you! It hey, fooled me. We can't get fooled again.
1: So you smart, huh?
2: No, no. I thought your hair would
1: be bigger.
0: It Says on your chart, that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded.
2: So, just chill out. You know, drink a Seven Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering
0: people. You have smoked yourself, retarded. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in
3: the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair
0: come back up again. What is your major malfunction, nuts?
1: And welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters. First one of 2023. 2022 went out with a fucking bang, that's for sure. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I i woke up, I woke up uh, new, uh, new Year's Eve to find out my old Twitter account, which I hadn't used in probably two years, got nuked by Elon. I survived fucking, what's his name, Jack, but Elon nuked my old account. Um, and it was just like one thing after another over Christmas. It was, it was one of those where I couldn't really relax. I was down at my sister's house and I was all set to go for Monday night master debaters. And I could not get zoom to even connect. I was pulling like AOL dial up speeds in her basement and good luck doing anything upstairs because it was like NASCAR combined with UFC, combined with video game there was just kids everywhere uh it was mayhem i I couldn't even like record i had two i wanted to do masturbators i wanted to do a uh you know i had a couple little side shows i was going to do i couldn't even record them the only thing i could have done was record on uh you know like any audio player but there was no video no way to get
2: any video connection it was awful you missed a golden opportunity to interview nieces and nephews. What's your take on 9-11?
1: Oh, dude, you don't want to hear my kids. Between <laughs> my, my son and my niece, they would have blown up the, the whole spot. They would have taken over. They would have had me tied up in the background, gagged, and just, yeah, it would have been over. So needless to say, we are back. I, I hated taking the week off. I am happy to be back. And Drew, from You're Missing the Point. Thank you for joining us, my friends. I have to Thanks say, I've been, I've been waiting to, to find a way where our schedules can meet because you're on the other side of the globe. Or
2: so they yeah. say. So, or so they say. Yeah, with a 15-hour time difference. It's uh, never worked out. Work teaching full-time, though. But with Christmas holidays, I'm here. That's good. Oh, it's, it's
1: beautiful. And I got to say, I love the movie aspect that you guys do you know, that you, you, you're kind of side hustle with Bob and what you're going to be doing with Andy. Um, that's going to be gold because the, the Jim Carrey little short one you guys did was amazing. I was into every one of those, um, and learned a lot. Like I missed a lot and, and haven't watched them in years, but then when you guys perked it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it again. And then listening to you guys break it down. It was so cool. So excellent work. And I look forward to what you guys are putting out. Now what's
2: what's the name of this one that's coming out? Uh Conspiracy Theater 3000 So Andy Rouse is joining us. Um so he changed up things up a little bit and we've got three co-hosts now. And with Andy we should be able to dive into things a little bit deeper and have a, a bit of a perspective on other things that Bob and I might miss or we might not see at the same time. But yeah, it should be really good. Um a few scheduling issues late last year, which kind of slowed us down. But hopefully this new year will get us revamped and we'll be able to hit the ground running. And you guys are planning on doing conspiracy movies to start? Uh, not necessarily. We're starting off with the, the big conspiracy film, which is They Live. So that's our, our starting point. And really just looking at any kind of movies, um, post-apocalyptic ones seem to have a lot of symbolism in them and esoteric type of stuff there, but I think we've found out by watching this, watching films together that it doesn't matter what it is, there's symbolism in everything, and you can't unsee it. Once the blinkers are off, you see everything.
1: Yeah, and it's it's amazing because it's a giant spell, right? There's a reason why they go through the effort they do to put this symbolism in these movies. And to the to the you know, blind eye, so to speak, they just it goes right over their head, but subconsciously. It's going into their brain and they don't even know it. And that's the craziest part about what they do. And the reason why it's called programming with even subtle things, you know, and I noticed it because we were down in Connecticut, like I said, with my sister and and the kids had the TV on a lot in the background and just catching commercials. It's like, wow, these are just programming you to either feel a certain way or want to buy something. (laughs) And it's like, oh my God. And then you get into the pharmaceutical commercials where, you know, they tell you all the great happy picture and then down below or subtly in like micro machine voice, they tell you all the side effects that'll kill you or your ass will fall out basically, you know, (laughs) but it's good for you, you know, go get your new Exalta Presta. Yeah. No thanks. So, side effects might include penis falling off. <laughs> yeah, it's worth the risk, though. You know, <laughs> that achy pinky toe is really killing me lately. And they—I feel you, like they come up with diseases, right? Like there's, there's now restless leg syndrome. <laughs> like that didn't exist when I was a kid.
3: It's well, they didn't energy. know the names, dude. I was, I was thinking that they're trying to change these new drug names to fit the younger demographic. Have you heard of Sky Rizzy? It's an yes. actual drug. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, like no, they to they're, gonna, them-
1: they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make them cool. Yeah, they're gonna give yeah. them great market. I bet you the packaging too is one thing they're gonna start messing with too to make it cool to like carry around your like deal paxa. Yeah, so what dude. are the guys
2: they're gonna call riddle and like pop lock and stop so the kids stop moving? Or that's what I'm saying. Like instead of Tylenol, we're getting sky Rizzy now.
3: Like yeah. the uh, Linols and Nols are making it like, well, no, that's like some big pharma stuff but when you throw like an izzy in it it sounds cool it's like it's like that's a fun thing instead of uh you know a, a nasty drug it's weird oh, man i don't i can't deal with this
1: shit dude it's so upside down like you you look at it and you're like <laughs> how how can they even sell that to you right like with the list of side effects that are out there how many people have to die before it gets pulled off the market right and and a lot they, they've proven you know with what was it Paxalta or whatever it was that that they they had to pay like billion dollar fine, but they ended up making four billion dollars anyway,
3: that's called Pax rizzle now,
2: yeah <laughs> as as a foreigner it, as a foreigner seeing those advertisements when I was in the states and the only other country I know of that does it is New Zealand, it right. just seems so bizarre they can tell you all those horrible side effects, but it's still allowed on the market, like shit, we had a contamination in our um our lettuce and in our parsley recently in australia and all got pulled off the shelves because people were getting sick from it and there were three cases
3: that's weird that's very strange i mean there's different problems with different countries right i mean australia's got their weird lockdown rules that that they were going through and that made australia look really bad on a global scale but i feel like australia to be honest it seems like a better place to be than the united states as a whole it was just kind of scary for the short term with this COVID nonsense. And when that stuff comes back, when these lockdowns come back, if they do, and I kind of think that they will, I think that Australia will be in a, in a rougher spot than the US. But in day to day life, Australia seems like the place to be, dude. Like, I know a couple of people down there in Australia. They have more money than we do, Matt. Like, they have more expendable cash. A lot of people down there do. Um, But
1: the one thing that and, and Drew, I heard you mention this on your year end show with Bob. The thing that just scares the fuck out of me is the fact that the state is now doing what they you know, they did in COVID heavy now. Hey, if your neighbor or you have a family member that's saying words that don't go along with our narrative, please report them. You know, that's the part that scares the fuck out of
3: me about what's going on in australia and and really? we do that here in the u.s too though right in liberal states especially we have people and that's coming here how many australians are actually reporting on each other oh
1: no no but i'm saying these these officials are going out and and, and putting messages out about yeah, it and press I mean, conferences. It, it hasn't reached that level here yet i i see i hear what you're saying ryan i agree it's coming here you yep. know and they've been they've been ma- setting up domestic terrorism for a quite a bit now but what drew you know the fact that they're they're politicians and their officials are going out there and and, and making these public statements about it dude that's uh, talking about conspiracy theories is now a crime
3: or it or, is here or, too
1: rounds to be investigated like what
2: just because i it, ask questions yeah we live in an age of thought crimes and that's the horrifying yeah. part it's orwell right it, it's yeah, absolutely esque, and i mean It's scary
1: how you go through that book now. And what he's saying is like, you know, the quotes
3: just pertain to today. When it's scarier, when you know that he's a socialist, he was like a technocrat socialist. (laughs) When you when, you know, you think that he's a patriot when he's writing this stuff and he's trying to warn you. No, he's just telling you this is what his side is doing. You know, like that that makes me
1: question a lot of authors, though, Rye. I mean, you look at guys like Jules Verne, H.G. Wells. And it, it seems like all these guys knew ahead of time or had, you know, this inside information. Right. It's almost like they were, you know, put there to put these books out at this
3: time. Who's Just the to... uh, Brave New World? Huxley. Aldous Huxley. Huxley and Julian. Julian and Aldous, right? Like one yep. one dude works in government, one guy's a science fiction writer. I think they both died on 9 11 or something like that, or they both died on the same day. No fucking way. And they were in different places. Yep. I mean uh tell me you're satanic without telling me you're satanic. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean tell me yeah and that's what it was. I, I started I read that cuz I read that I was looking into all these guys cuz Randy actually on Red Thread did a, a podcast about uh I think it was Jules Verne and H.G. Wells talking about how they you know talked about these sci-fi quote unquote top topics that might have been based on reality in old times and things like that, or how did they get this information? And that maybe they were, and, and both of them are members of, I can't remember what group it was. So they were insiders. Also, they were part of the club. Um, but it's, it makes you think of like the Simpsons, you know, is this kind of a modern day is Matt Graining like a modern day version of this? Is he somehow being fed information
2: so that it comes true after the fact? Well, it's, it's all things. If, if you, you become big and famous and you're out there in the world, there's a reason you're there. Like even with the, the creation of TikTok and Instagram, you can see that there's the, the, the bias in that. The algorithms are promoting certain people. Whereas like we've seen before, there might be someone that has 50 followers and they may be the best artist you've ever seen, but they're not going to get the recognition because they're not put in that place.
1: Dude, it happened to me. My Instagram in the last 10 days has gone up 10,000 people over one post, one, one of my reels or whatever must've like hit a thing and it's up to like 130,000 views now. And I, I, my, I went from like 5k, which I had been at for, you know, a year or so. And now it's up to like 15 and I'm like, I, it's, and it's just cause of one post and it's like, Okay. But then it, what the funny part is, what I'm seeing though, is the number, nothing else changed. Even though you have all these new people following you, you still get the same amount of likes. And if I share shit about the podcast, it gets even lower amount of likes. And it's hilarious how there's like a filter to get through, depending on what you post. Yeah, for sure. Is there there's a, some I
3: ha-
2: sorry, go ahead, Drew. Yeah, I'll just say I had a... I shared a meme and generally my memes get maybe like 40, 50 people like it for a laugh. This one's just been steadily ticking up and up and up for over about two months now. And it's up to like four or 500 likes, but it's not corresponding to any, any visits to the, to the podcast or to anything else in the page. It's just that one picture.
1: Yep. that's almost like it's stuck in the loop, right? Mm -hmm. Somehow you got into it, you know, and it's like, Oh, we'll give you a taste of what the matrix feels like. (laughs) Here you go. <laughs> it's steak, it's like steak. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, this sucks. I'm like, cause now it's like, you don't even, you know, now I, ha- I had to go in and like, start, st- uh, starring people, you know, like f- close friend or follow these people. Cause I was getting shit in my, uh, in my feeder now. And I'm like, no, I don't want to see this. I want to see my friends posts.
3: There is a, uh, an interesting little situation going on right now during the Monday night football game, and it seems to be a brain injury, but there was a player that collapsed uh, just now in the, fourth, uh, the first quarter really? of the Bengals-Bills game. Yeah, I'm trying to find out. I didn't see the hit or anything because obviously I just came in here to do this. I was watching it. And then right when I came in here, like, the clock was not running. I was like, what the fuck's going on? It's just stuck at five minutes. Yeah, it says here, the Bills-Bengals
1: game has been temporarily suspended after Bills cornerback DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field and received
3: CPR. So was it a collapse without a hit, or was there contact involved? You would think that it was because he got hit, but I didn't see the hit. I'm I like, I, I'm trying to kind of find out what was going on. Um, Bills- you know, the safety... More hamlin suffers a scary injury versus the Bengals on monday night i'm not seeing any like footage of uh of a hit or anything i bet you but, his head down or something or i mean did we even uh, was there a hit was there any kind of fucking hit that's is, the thing
2: that's what, what the- i was gonna go to there's been a lot of people just collapsing recently so right who knows right you mean dying suddenly yeah oh yeah
3: dude I, we were looking through there was at, at in april last uh, of 2022. There was 769 players, professional athletes, whether it be soccer or football, as everyone else in the world calls it, North American football, basketball, whatever. Professional athletes, 769, at April in April of 2022, that had collapsed. That's insane in a four-month period.
2: That many people collapsing. That's yeah, not that's, normal, man. This is the really weird thing, and I don't know whether that, that's there's different mixtures going out into the world at the, at the time but in our sport in australia we've got afl we have rugby we've got two leagues rugby leagues rather basketball cricket everything under the sun we're not seeing those events happen here we're always seeing it in europe in the states like you said but i haven't seen anything like that. and i've been keeping an active eye out for it but it's really weird that we're not seeing it here yet and you arguably we've got the highest vax population in the world
3: See, that's the thing. I'm glad that you brought that point, that last point that you made, Drew, that that you guys are supposedly the most vaccinated. I know Israel is very vaccinated, too. There's something about Australia and New Zealand, especially every elite motherfucker in the world has a bunker in New Zealand. From what I've researched, there's there's like proof that like the Google executives, the Amazon executives, all these people, these technocrats, they have bunkers in New Zealand for some reason. Do you have any idea why that would be? I mean, is there any logical reason why New
2: Zealand would be the spot? I know it's one of the five eyes. It's, it's the five eyes nation. It's quite isolated. But if I was building a bunker, I wouldn't want to put it in New Zealand. That's on a major fault line. Like, Could you imagine going down into your bunker to survive and then there's a massive earthquake and it becomes your tomb? Like, There's no way of getting out. But what if these assholes control these fucking earthquakes? They probably can.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy because I believe in God and I believe in a creator and everything. But what if there's some sort of satanic shit where they've overridden God's will, so to speak, for the short term? Not to say that God's will won't be done in the end. But like, I don't know, man. That's a that's a very interesting idea that, you know, because the the world in the past looked at Australia as kind of like that i mean it was a prison colony right like that it was kind of like you send all your bad people there blah 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 it seems to be like a sought after area now isn't it true too if someone wants to move into australia um you have to have like an economic plan like why are you moving here how are you going to contribute to the economy it's very selective in who they allow
2: in these days uh if you want to become a citizen yes yeah. Um, but generally it's, it's not too hard to get in here. Really. We've got a pretty big immigration plan, especially with our okay. labor government at the moment. But
3: okay. in the well, past, shit, I might be there, the... there soon because <laughs> yeah. I hate it. Well, here.
2: how about we, how about we just take the best of America and Australia and we can create a place called Austro America. We'll have I'm the best down. of both
3: worlds. I'm so down for that. I believe yeah, at one it's... time it was called Lemuria. <laughs> what is that little hobbit castle there? That looks lovely.
1: Oh, that was yeah, that's one of those places in New Zealand you can go visit.
3: Mm, like an Airbnb the, type thing to escape the CV. Yes. I was also gonna ask you, Matt, before we started going down this trail, what year were you born? I wanted to do your Chinese zodiac 78. Okay, horse. I'm check out you're a horse, huh? Yeah. So I'm wondering here. Let's 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 check this out because uh let's see how bad our years are gonna be. Uh, <laughs> dude, my year last cool. year was supposed to be good. I'm
1: And I (laughs) yeah, I (laughs) want to say fuck it, Zodiacs.
3: Yeah, I don't like it either, man. But like I don't know, just how you said it, like your your year started off super weird. I'm not saying the whole year will go like that, but you said you're a horse, so you want a tiger or dog year. I think we're going into the year of the rabbit. Yep. Um what are you, Drew? What year?
2: Uh 88. So I think I'm a dragon.
3: A dragon, huh? Look at you. Let's see. I got all this shit up. 88, you say? Yes, he's a yeah. dragon. Okay. Yeah, see, what's weird is my year is the only one that's kind of up for debate. I'm either a sheep or a goat. Which How do is you weird. figure? Because there's the sheep Oh, because it's a sheep. Uh-huh. Yeah, it depends
1: which one. Yeah. Yeah, 1991. And it's interesting, four. though. Go back. To, look at Look at all those animals. Now, why are all of them real, supposedly, except for a dragon? Uh, right, they use, they use all these real animals, <laughs> then they throw a mythological creature in there. Is it, um, is it mythological saying, though?
2: Just saying, it probably existed. Yeah, I and, have. And, no... Asi- and the Chinese dragon, Asian dragons in particular, they're so different from what the Western dragon is, too. Yep. They're a, a water spirit that could speak to humans and it was helpful and it was a protector. And you look at the Western style one, they burn and kill everybody.
3: Hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah, you okay, think there'd so he's be a like a dragon. A fucking... What's
1: he need this year? What's he looking for? Is he a rabbit? The dragon? Is this, is this
3: okay?
2: Nineteen
3: eighty eight. Well, I don't know. See, I was I was going to do this kind of like while you guys were talking, but I think it's an interesting idea. So as you see here instead of the sheep, there's the goat for mine. Right. All right. So um, I I have a partner year, the combatible compatible year. Hopefully uh, 2023 will be better for me than 2022, at least monetarily. Um, let's see. You said you're a, what are you, a horse? Yeah. Okay. You got a tiger and a, a dog. Dragon. And then the dragon is a rat and monkey. Um, I don't know. There's triangle ideas of this shit too. Where well, you have and there's, like- there's
1: opposites too. You have to consider because if it's an right. opposite year, then it brings, it's one of the bad ones. You have to look at where it lies on the mat, on the Zodiac and
3: shit. It's yeah. There's so many different levels to it. Right. And and then there's the earth, uh, the wood, fire, metal look, slide water. down just a little.
1: Or uh, up, I mean, sorry. So we see that whole zodiac picture with the wheel right below oh. this chart. Yeah, right here. So if you look, you have the dragon down on the lower right, and then across from that is like his would be his opposites. So he's looking at a rabbit and whatever the fuck that is, a Yeah, that's a dog wolf. Doug. Yeah. So, so those those, those years it's going to be a struggle, right? And then whereas his year that's the rooster, he's more close with that year. So it has to do with opposite sides as well and all these I, I don't know, I don't I don't claim to know, but I've I've heard other people talk about it enough to know that there's so many different like yeah, here compatibilities and
3: incompatibilities and oof. so dragon compatibility um, Chinese zodiac compatibility for the dragon, the fifth sign of the Chinese calendar. The dragon, the monkey, and the rat are part of the first compatibility triangle of the Chinese astrology. The rooster is the secret friend of the dragon. Oh, a secret to friend uh,
0: is a, it's a secret,
3: secret friends <laughs> never a bad thing. Um, the dragon is incompatible with dogs, so at least we're not going into a dog year. What are you incompatible with? The year of the rat, so maybe you're okay. We just got through that. That was like.
1: 2020 or
3: 2021. 2020 yeah. was the year of the rat that, I remember that, that would make
1: that, that would make a
2: lot of sense in my life, then.
1: Yeah, Why because is that? It, it, it said oh, it was a
2: shit year. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, so I remember, I remember distinctly. I heard this guy, Gary the Numbers guy, on tinfoil hat back right. in uh oh, I want to say 2018 or 2019. And he yeah, was that talking was a about great this. episode. And this dude nailed it because he was talking about my and he's like, Okay, you're gonna have a shit 2020. And it's shit 2021. And I'm like, all right, I'll buckle down. And this was 2018 or 2019. So this was no sign of what was to come yet. And then he's like, yeah, 2022 will be your year because that was I was compatible. Dude, it was bullshit. It just went
3: downhill from 2020 like a fucking runaway train. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, a lot of the Zodiac stuff, I think, is total bullshit. But it is interesting. I believe in good luck. I mean, we took our Christmas tree down today because you're supposed to take it down during the Rose Parade, which we watched today. Did you guys catch that? The Rose Parade? Nah. Fucking wild. There was a scene, one of the floats, a whole band dressed in black, and they were carrying banners of goat heads on the banners in the back. Everyone dressed in black. And then I'm going to do this little experiment with you guys, too. Either one of you jump in. If you think you can guess the two colors that were used on the flag girls guess the two colors either one of you guys think blue about what's going there you go that's what i was gonna say ukraine <laughs> all day dude the girls were wearing blue dresses and they were twirling yellow flags and it wasn't like it was like a navy and a gold it was ukraine blue and yellow all day was it did the only the only out could be did it happen to be the
1: ucla band no no it was. And then, then that's the only out because that's their colors.
3: But other than that, there's no reason to use that. It was. Well, it was some. Yeah. And, and there wasn't because the school was using. And I don't even know if it was a school, but they had the Shriners. The Shriners had their float. They weren't riding their go-karts and shit. Did um, they had the fez on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a big, a big teddy bear wearing a fez. Yeah. There was so much uh, monarch butterflies. There were so many um, arches. There was so much symbolism in this Rose Parade. And then, uh, you know, the Rose Bowl just finished up right now, and it was a, a blowout. I, I wish that the goddamn uh, fucking uh, who, who the hell, what Penn State would have won by six points or seven points instead of 14 or 30 or whatever the hell they won by. But, you know, it, it worked out. So it's just interesting, dude, the, the symbolism that's involved with massive events like that. Oh, I mean, by the way. I got to give a
1: shout out to our boy at Profit Bets because I used his strategy this past uh Saturday on uh going opposite of what I was thinking and right. I won all three games. Which ones you do? Uh I did TCU Michigan, uh Alabama and uh, K- uh Kansas State and then Georgia and Ohio State. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I did a little little parlay with them
3: and uh it paid off. Nice. Well, good for you. Are you able to gamble there now or you go to another? No, store I was there? in
1: Connecticut, so I was okay. able to put my thing in through and I had to do it online, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm just gonna give it a shot. I had nothing going on. And I was I knew I was watching football with my brother-in-law all day. So we were hanging out and I'm like, all right, let's do it. And he's a big Michigan fan. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going with TCU. Fuck him. Yeah. He's going to have a bad day.
3: <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you, there's no way to make a fucking boring game more fun than betting on it. It yeah. is absolutely electric. Just betting on anything is so fun. So, yeah, it's the way to way to get, get involved in sports. I stand behind it. Yeah. It gets your skin in the game, doesn't it? Dude, yeah, it's so much fun. There's no reason not to bet
1: other than yeah, maybe... and i'm not talking like massive winnings here i was putting like you know it was a, a, like a 50 dollar parlay here so it, it's not anything huge. five five ten bucks that you threw down yeah yeah, yeah dude. so it was just more for fun just and to test his method and i was like damn it worked because i would have gone the other way on two out of the three and
2: would have lost right just, does that concern you that your gut instinct is way off in other things then no, yeah, we because about is, is, I, I feel good. like sports is
1: programmed. You know, I feel like some of the outcomes are rigged. So your gut may tell you what would happen based on what you've seen all year, but if it's if gambling's going one way and the outcome is determined
2: to be on one side, there's nothing you can do. So technically, your instincts are right because that per- that team should have won, but because yes. of the way that it's controlled. Uh. Have you heard
3: of the concept of investor psychology that they use in the stock market? Like people that are that are trying to become day traders or work for like fucking Charles Schwab or whatever. They talk about investor psychology and they try and teach you this. And it's to try and get ahead of what they call the smart money, which is like the people that are putting like millions or like hundreds of millions or even billions down on trades. You're trying to beat the smart money to to. You know, the eventual outcome of like, let's say Netflix back in like fuck, what was it like 2013, 2014, when it jumped up from like thirty to one hundred and twenty dollars overnight, um yes, there we go. This might be a better way to uh to describe it right here.
1: Yeah, it says it's uh, it's true. Calcul uh, it's true. Calculations steal the spotlight. Professional investors build statistical models, follow trends with technical analysis, incorporate news on the economy in their fundamental analysis, and they review the financial performance of companies. However, be that as it may, investors don't deal exclusively with numbers. So it says then. Uh, the fate of the investment rests on a decision buy or sell. And since people are crucial in decision-making
3: process, it all comes down to the human factor. But there aren't, they aren't, humans are not crucial in the decision-making process anymore. If you haven't heard of BlackRock's Aladdin algorithm that they run, this is what runs 99% of trades these days. And it's a fucking computer, right? (laughs) So um, humans are not crucial in this. So- you know, with that whole FTX thing, it's a clear money laundering scheme, right? There was no human really involved with that. That Sam uh, Bankman-Fried guy was just the figurehead uh, for someone to fall. Hardcore Democrat donor. Um, Yeah, it's it's all a scam. But what's interesting about that investor psychology is that there is a way to tap into what everyone is thinking and then do the opposite, right? Zig when everyone's zagging so to speak so if everyone thinks that like like if you, if you were just going to go right away and say who's going to win between the Bengals and the bills i think 99 percent of people out there will say the bills are going to win tonight that means the Bengals are probably going to win yep right that's just it's just it makes it kind of an interesting way to bet on things
2: remember when dogecoin went to the moon air quotes how much money people lost in that when you watched it happening you're like they're pumping it big time on Saturday night live and Elon's getting all over it. This is going to tank pretty hard soon. And I know people who put five, six grand in and they lost all of it. They like, did it late. Seen though. something was coming. Yeah. That, oh yeah. Because I, I,
3: I threw some money in that dude. And I actually, that was like, like, cause I used to day trade back in the day, like way before I was doing the conspiracy podcast and stuff. And I would have real marginal luck. Um, that Dogecoin thing was by far like my most successful thing that I ever did. But I did it when it was like 0. 0.0003 cents. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you could buy like I put like $30 in and a year later that $30 was like five grand. You know what I mean? Like wh- it, because of that jump up overnight and then I sold it and and that was that because, yeah, yeah you, that- you
1: got in early. That's the thing. What's the, the kicker about all of these is most the majority of people do not get in until after the fact. Right. And that's where they get hosed. And, you know, what's crazy about this, because I, I, I've i seen a, there's a couple good documentaries on Netflix going both ways, right? Because you had the FTX on one side, but then you had GameStop on the other. Right. Where they were beating the system and the system shut them out, basically, at a certain point. And it, it's crazy because, and then you had a guy up in Canada who is a, a crypto trader and he ended up being a fraud and supposedly died. And there's questions as whether he whether he really died or not. Um, and and just took off with like 250 million dollars. Mm. Um, and, and so, <laughs> that's what I would
3: do. Yeah. If I got caught fucking everyone over, I'd be like, man, I'm well, out. The,
1: yeah, the rumor <laughs> is he went down to I think it was the Bahamas, had a facelift, so his face was changed, and now just lives down there with his uh but his wife is up
3: here which doesn't make any sense. You know, it'd be fun if, the, if, if this situation happened with me. I would change genders, not cut my dick off. <laughs> but I would look, I would look, I would make myself look like a chick. I would like you like a, a bunch of blow, woman. lose a bunch of weight. I'd have to shave the beard. <laughs> I was going to say the beard's going to be a tough giveaway though, bro. Right. I'd have to like get like hair transplants. That's probably where I'd change my money. I'd take hair from my ass and put it on my head. And then just be, you know, a chick, but I look like a girl, but I, you know, I'd still
2: be a dude. And Ryan, you could really back that up by you come to Australia, fake your death by knocking off my mate who looks eerily like you. (laughs)
1: Now he
3: does not
2: look like me. (laughs) He's the wish version of you. He looks close (laughs)
3: enough.
1: Just place (laughs) a toe tag on him, Ryan Dean, and we're good to go. Now you're, now you can go by
3: whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah, dude. No, we. I was talking mad shit. I was like, "This is fucking bullshit." I don't look <laughs> like that dude at all. He wasn't fat. He just looked fat. So I don't know. It was. Uh... Isn't
1: that funny when people when people say, "Oh, you look like so and so," you get real fucking. Per- You're like, "Ooh, hold on, I'm gonna yeah. break this shit down because that person does not look." And I get it too when people say, "Oh, you sound like so and so." I'm like, "No, I don't. I don't sound like anybody."
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. No, there was. Um... I told you, I don't know if you were there, Matt. I I know you were not there, Drew, when I was talking about uh, Kim following this dude at Costco on accident that just didn't look like me at all. He was wearing, he wasn't even dressed like me. And she was following him. And when she turned the corner, she thought that the dude wearing the Santa hat was me. And she like made a face at him. And she was about to say. Where did you get that hat? And I turned the corner right when she was about to start talking to this oh, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck, that's not him. And then she like walked over and she told me right away. And I was like, damn, well, I'm glad you didn't like go up and grab him or something. So you know, it was just kind of funny. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's weird when someone that looks nothing like you uh supposedly looks like you to someone.
1: You know, moment. you know it's even weirder when a kid comes running at you and goes, "Daddy!" and it's yeah. not your kid and you're like, "No, no, no. <laughs> I do not know you. Get the fuck away, man. You're yeah, not mine."
3: Make you freak out for a second.
1: Yeah. Like, "Oh shit," but that yeah. That's an interesting thing. How do you how do you want to if you had to fake your death, what are you doing to cover up? That's That's an interesting one. Cause I'm definitely, I'm with you. I'm going, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to an Island somewhere like Costa Rica or, you know, anywhere, Belize,
3: somewhere down that way. So the move is, and and this might be a little painful or whatever, but you got to find like a black market dentist. You're going to have to pull some of your teeth out. Maybe all your teeth out. You get veneers, right? Fake teeth. And then you put your teeth into someone and then you put them in a plane a Cessna, and you crash them and then they got your your teeth they got your dental records and then you're free to go wherever you want right so that's a lot of work
2: now, man so now putting hey. a few things together helicopter crash recently certain basketball star yeah i yeah. think he's he's on an island somewhere with other famous people that have fallen off the perch
3: like tupac dude imagine if there was an island of all these people that fake their deaths, how fucking fun those parties are and what goes on there. They probably got top of the line doctors, all kinds of booze. Like it's the island sponsored by Kettle One. You okay, know, they're it's not like just... they're
1: tragically going out at like 60. We're no. losing these people between, you know, 20s and, and, and under 50. And it's like, damn, man, that'd be a hell of an island. Think of the entertainment there. Yeah, well, you don't even think Kobe Bryant
3: at his age is just slaying puss. You know, whatever <laughs> well, you think is. about
1: the, the musicians that could do collaborations and shit, man. Oh, yeah. Ooh, some of those Forever 20 or the 27 Club people get together and start a band. Fuck, Just think about could... Tupac and Cobain doing a fucking album. Tupac together. and Hendrix. Right. Right. You get Hendrix guitar
2: with Tupac over top. Ooh,
3: that a little Tupac some... coming
2: so, in there, dropping some shit. I'm sure there's a Stephen King book along these lines and it's a small town where all these famous people go. And I'm pretty sure Elvis is like the town sheriff and um, Princess Diana <laughs> runs the diner and all this weird shit. But they <laughs> all, all have different names. Cause... They can't remember who they are.
1: Well, that's the opposite of like that show that you were talking about, Rye, where the people had to do shit to be famous. Otherwise they
3: disappear. Uh, uh, what show was it? They had to do shit to be famous.
1: Yeah, they had... uh, I can't remember. Julia was talking about it when
2: she was on here, too. Um, Oh, man. Okay. I'll Uh, see if I can... I don't know if it was a
1: black mirror or or whatnot. There's a
2: um, a new Twilight Zone episode called The Comedian, where he talks about people, and anyone he talks about in his jokes, they disappear in real life. Ooh. Damn. And he starts hitting all the people that were bad to him in high school and the people he hates. Well, it's and like, yeah, it's, it's like that guy playing? with the list, right? That
1: yeah. guy with the people to kill list, all mm-hmm. of those people are fucked. And, and I always wondered about that too, because, you know, you start thinking about that and you start thinking about, um, you know, the, the power of thought. And if they got a list, that's just, I mean, that's essentially voodoo against you if you're on that list and it's like, man, how do you fight against those negative energy or that negative vibe or that, that, that whatever it is maloic that's over your head by this random
2: person and you may not even know it exists yeah exactly it's like makes you wonder whether there's cia operatives that all get together in rooms or worldwide are given a person's name and they just think about that person dying and whether they die or not they just will it into exist they have like seances they had a big giant jfk seance
1: and Willed it to happen. Well, that's another thing. You think about how crazy that time was. You had JFK, RFK, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all just off at the same time. Just boom, 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 boom. It's like holy shit, man. What is going on here? I do not want to be a uh, anybody that's going, and that's what it did. It did any anybody that's going any sort against the narrative. All right, we'll, we'll
2: show you what happens. It wasn't he like the the last time that president was so young in America. After that, everyone was old. It was Obama until Obama. Yeah. Ah,
1: right. Because he was kind of he was in his forties, uh, I want to say.
3: Or man, maybe um, 50. This uh, this dude that we were talking about earlier, this uh, football player Damar Hamlin, he might have died, man. Um, this really? game. I don't know. The game is still suspended which usually they don't do that. And they were giving CPR to uh to him on the on the field. Oh, yeah, I saw the CPR. But I mean, but... usually they would just continue playing. Like, what is the reason? Even if the dude died, you'd think that they would continue playing the game. Right. Not to be insensitive, but that's just I mean, it's the fucking NFL. They continue playing. It's um, a crime scene, though. Is it a crime scene? Not crime
1: scene, but they'd have to investigate Right, it's not like the last Boy Scout he pulls a gun out starts
2: shooting.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's just it's wild, man. Like, um, because I, I, mean, I, I was I was paying attention to that game earlier before we started talking here. It was only on for about thirty minutes because they started it late because the Rose Bowl ran late. Um. Oops. So yeah, it's just it's strange, man. Uh, you, you hope that the dude's okay, but man, I think he's dead, dude. Honestly, well, they said he was given CPR on the field, and that's never good. Right. That yeah, usually you...
1: means you broke your neck and you're having a heart attack or some shit.
3: Well, he, he hit the dude and then he got up and took a few steps and then collapsed again. Collapsed. So, yeah. Usually, if you hit someone like that, you're not getting back up. Like, if you break your neck, you're not able to walk for a couple steps with a broken neck. I've hit my head really hard like that and potentially, like, you know, cracked vertebrae and shit. Like, when I got in a car accident and, like, I didn't, I, I, I wasn't in as rough a shape as that this dude is right now. So, yeah. I, yeah i think you might be fucking dead man hopefully not but that's awful yeah it sucks but shit we'll see man that's that's rough hopefully we'll know by tomorrow because that's scary what
2: was that's the sad. other one recently wasn't it the um the actor who played hawkeye in the marvel films had some kind of a snowplow accident is in critical care so that really? came out yesterday yeah who's this I, I had not heard that uh th- I can't recall the guy's name. He plays Hawkeye. Um, Oh, uh, Renner. 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 Yeah. Renner. Yeah. Oh. Critical condition after a snowplow accident. I so, did
3: yeah. hear that. Yeah. That was recently. Yeah. Yesterday, I think. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Like, obviously, we don't know any of these people, but it's always kind of weird when shit like that happens. Yeah. I saw this exact thing right here. Has surgery after a
1: snowplow accident. After suffering a traumatic injury while plowing snow. Huh. He was in the intensive care unit uh, upon undergoing surgery after he suffered blunt chest trauma and orthopedic injuries.
3: Blunt chest trauma?
1: Broken bones. He
3: probably got ran over. That's what it sounds like. Or he got pinned. You never fucking know when something's going to happen to you, dude. It's so crazy. Like... Someone like this, a Hollywood actor, a paid, like very wealthy dude. Yeah, like he can't afford a guy to pay plow his driveway, you know? Right. Yeah. And like he goes out there and just does like normal everyday shit and just gets fucked up. It's wild. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, you never know when shit's going to happen to you. So I don't know. He was the only party involved. Who knows? Damn. Yeah, how the hell you hurt yourself that bad if you're the only one involved? Maybe he was driving like a... Uh, well no I, he might have got stuck got out and got run over
1: trying to get yeah, it could probably just rolled on top of it unstuck hitting him against something mm. i had shit like that before I, I used to plow with my buddy i was side man so i'd go out and shovel real quick but there was a couple times we got stuck and had to go you know shovel and push the fucker out and i could see somebody slipping and accidentally pushing it and getting run over
3: hmm. especially if you're doing it yourself yeah man no yeah hopefully both those dudes are okay man usually i don't have much sympathy for hollywood people or or wealthy people but it's always tough
2: to see shit like that go on it's kind of shitty but that's the difference between empathy and virtue signaling like the amount of people that are probably crying and in tears all over social media at the moment <laughs> they have no real no real connection to them but they saw them on a movie right Like, yeah that's that's oh, pretty shitty yeah. you hope he pulls through but like I have no connection to that guy. Well, Going back to like what you said before about Kobe,
1: right? I mean, think about all the people that were crying when Kobe died, like literally like sobbing, like they knew him. Like, no, you watched him play basketball. You have no idea what this person's like, but you've built up this idea in your
2: head and now a legend has died. Okay. Now here's something for you. There's the latest TikTok trend that all the kids are doing. My niece is doing it where they film their parents or their loved ones saying that their favorite celebrity has died. Like uh, (laughs) Justin Bieber dies 33 or something like that and films the reactions. What if that manifests the actual death of people based on the views it gets? That's black mirror shit right there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's crazy, man. I actually
3: think that's a hilarious trend personally, (laughs) because who gives a fuck about most of these
1: people? They're all charlatans.
3: They are, man. But like, again, it's it's sad when, you know, there's just like because I had never heard of this fucking football player here. Right. And then, uh, you know, Jeremy Renner, he's not someone. uh, Is he on the Epstein flight logs? Uh, I haven't. I don't know. I don't think so. He's kind of like a B-level actor. Yeah. Yeah. Not one of these guys where you're like, yeah, fuck that motherfucker. He's not sitting out there telling you how to vote and all this shit. Just seems like kind of an average everyday dude that like worked hard at acting yeah, he's God not good. a Matthew
1: McConaughey, like that douchey that has to tell you everything. <clears throat>
3: right, exactly. Like so many actors are today. Sean this Penn. isn't this dude, dude this isn't is, fucking LeBron James, this guy
2: that got no, hurt right
3: now on the field.
2: But Roger. like he, he's a Disney guy, right? So Disney's not doing the best at the moment since it's tried to go work. Maybe they need a Ooh. death of a nice guy to try and boost the Maybe uh, Mickey Mouse went out there and hit him in the fucking kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 fucking fucked him up like in uh, South Park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. It, it, it does suck, but there's also people like where do you draw the line? Like there's that dude Ryan Fitzpatrick, the the commentator in the NFL. When um I can't pronounce the dude's name, but the uh, Samoan dude that's the quarterback for the uh, Dolphins, Tua. Tua first name. Tua blah 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 blah. Yeah, that's. His... That's a quarterback, man. OK, I mean, uh, how, how's his last name pronounced? Because uh, i It's not by Loa. OK, so that guy, um, he got his concussion and Ryan Fitzpatrick before the commercial break was acting like he was about to cry and so shooken up. And then they come back from the commercial break and he's a different guy. You know, he's totally he's ready. He's ready to do his job. That's kind of shitty to me. And it made me really not like Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I never really cared for him in the first place. I think he was a Dolphins quarterback as well. Um, Dolphins, Bills, he did everybody. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, it left a, a shitty taste in my mouth where it's like, yeah, you can, you can feel bad for these dudes in the moment, but it was over the top to me. And uh, for some reason, it left a real sour taste in my mouth. And, uh, you know, and then like his his night to day shift from like after the commercial break where he's like, man, we're back. You know, I'm excited for the rest of the game after like almost fake crying for this dude that, you know, got a got a concussion. blah blah. But blah. that's
1: all of Hollywood. That's all of fucking sports. Right. Even with this kid that whatever happened, the game goes on. Right. right. Like like they're going to play next week. They're going to keep playing. It's it's this they're replaceable. Everybody's replaceable. It's just it's bread and circus and they're just coming up with more and more distractions to get people away from the bullshit that's actually going on like ukraine like the billions of dollars and trillions of dollars we keep you know creating and sending all over the place and right just it's all distractions from that stuff and that's why i think you get things like balenciaga and all these other Distractions like Andrew Tate and 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 shit like this—it's <laughs> just a fucking distraction, man. So you stop looking at like Zelensky coming here. Why did he come here? Well, it was a distraction from them passing one point seven trillion dollars in spending, you know. And and how could you say no when the prince is here? It's like it's such a fucking shame. In his in his BTU still, he didn't even put a fucking suit on. Dude shows up in sweatpants and then. What's even better, I, I didn't watch it, but I saw a clip on uh, YouTube today. Every mainstream network was comparing him to Winston Churchill in World War II. This is his Churchill moment. Like, get the fuck out of here, you idiots. Like, I don't
2: think I ever saw a Winston Churchill video of him twerking in high heels. Oh, that doesn't oh, come to yeah. mind. He wasn't well, really you rocking work. the sweatsuit either. Dude, I, uh, I do think, man, that...
3: Um... I think something's going to come from this. I honestly do. I know a lot of people in the like the a lot of the more logical people in the conspiracy community are saying this is all bullshit. I think this could start World War Three, honestly, especially after Zelensky came here, spoke in front of Congress, like he just said. If if we were a self-respecting country, which we're not in the US, but if we were and Putin came over and talked with Canada and we were at war with Russia and Putin comes over and talks with Canada on their news platforms and all that shit. That's a bad look for Canada. And, and maybe we're fucking fighting I mean, Canada we're at war that. with Russia. I understand that, but I think it might escalate significantly. Like I really do. Man. Well, I don't see how it does not happen.
1: Yeah. There's certain points, right? Like that. It's going to get to that where it could escalate. Like, like Crimea is a big one right? If Ukraine tries to invade Crimea, that's going to be a major uh, incident. And, you know, otherwise, I just think these these people are fucked, man. They're in a meat grinder. They're just there as fodder. And what are we giving them? We're giving them our shitty leftover weapons to go up against modern Russian technology. Russia's technology is not modern, though. They back. have
2: modern tanks and shit. No, you'd you'd be no. surprised at what they've got, dude. Yes, you do. They have they they threw a lot like looking at what was getting hit by the NATO weapons that we gave them. That was right. the old tech. It's like yeah. he was throwing all his old gear, his probably his dissident soldiers, the soldiers that were shit that were over it, that weren't any good. He was throwing them first, like cannon fodder. And then all the new stuff is going to roll out. It's coming right now. Yeah, Yeah. because what
1: they're they're doing right now is they're trenching in and then what's coming in next is the fucking thousands of tanks rolling in.
2: I think we easily fall for the idea that Russia is still this military USSR where they're outdated and they don't have the best. Their delivery systems Mm -hmm. for nuclear weapons outpace the American systems hands down. That's the scary yeah. thing. So, dude, I, I really don't scared not so. shitless
1: to go to war with Russia. That's why they're doing proxy wars, because they cannot handle the Russian, att- you know, especially over there, because if anything happens in Ukraine right now, we keep talking about, you know, sending aid over there. Everything that we have over there is incapable of of
3: putting up any sort of fight against Russia for more than a week or two. No, man, America is not afraid to go to war with Russia. And the reason why is because they're helping Ukraine. If they were scared, they wouldn't even talk to Ukraine. They just don't want to look like the assholes, right? No, they don't want to. They don't want to. They they
1: do not want to lose any. As soon as Americans start dying over there, it's a whole different thing. They're willing to let Ukrainians go right through the meat grinder. Sure. Take our old shit. Go do it and fight our proxy war. Meanwhile, we're just funneling trillions of dollars to ourselves in weapons deals and to you know blackrock and
2: lockheed they're just they're just making record profits right now right american deaths could happen very soon like the 501st airborne are currently like on the border just waiting to go in well they're in romania right yeah yep yeah but again it's an
1: airborne division (laughs) they only have like 36 pieces of artillery you're gonna that they're gonna go up against the russian army with thirty, hey, those airborne divisions artillery? are the
3: ones that you want to start, though. Like those but it's are ten thousand
1: are... men, right? It's ten thousand men with with no
3: artillery. They're right. They're gonna get. They're gonna get fed into the meat grinder too. But modern warfare is so much different than I think we're talking about it right now. It's it's incomprehensible the way that a that a World War Three would be fought. It wouldn't be fought like World War II or World War One at all. I mean, it wouldn't be fought like the last. Uh, war that we just fucked up with Afghanistan, right? And and it's not much
1: different than what we're seeing in Ukraine. It's going to be the same shit because you're fighting over territory. You can, you can fight. They're, they're doing all the cyber shit and all that behind the scenes. I mean, of course, that's, that's a nonstop battle. Well, that's what
3: Space Force is. Space Force is cyberspace. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that. It's not outer space. No. Space Force is all about internet. That's what all space force is. They just do the cool like logo with like the rocket and fucking outer space to make it seem like that. Cyberspace is outer space. That's as close
2: to fucking outer space as we've gotten as people. Well, it's, and go ahead. Th- sorry, and the, the biggest misconception is like nukes. Like if if nukes were really on the table, Kiev would have been done and dusted a long time ago. But they're not about to take away territory nukes in a real military situation aren't targeted at a new york or a washington dc they target military bases you montana and strategic- north dakota yep absolutely yep.
3: yeah yeah we actually just talked about this ghost and i on on a cunt episode we were talking about that exact thing where it's like why you know in, in the movies you see that like new york city los angeles all these places are targeted Fuck no, that's those are liberal strongholds. Why yeah, would they want to porn. take those people? They're out? not going to hit them. They're going for the country folk. Right. Texas is a yep. is a key place, I think, for these people to take out. Um,
1: What's this? We were talking about us not going to space. Well, our NASA boss says that we have to watch out because we're entering a space race with the Chinese. And he says uh, the the race to the moon between the U.S. and China is getting tighter in the next two years could determine who gains the upper hand. So uh, it warns that Beijing could establish a foothold and try to dominate the most resource rich locations on lunar surface, even
2: keep the U.S. out. Shit, this is South Park all over again. Oh, it's when the Chinese fucking... built the ladder to heaven. Yeah, it's a fact. <laughs> we're in a space race. Where were you? when they ah. built the ladder <laughs> to heaven dude it's just yeah. it's just
1: a joke again it's billions of dollars being wasted on nonsense where is this this money is the really tower going? of Babel too yeah oh this is just it's all penis envy and shit like that it's just a joke mm. just, uh, i don't know i can't deal with space man it's one of those topics that just drives me nuts
3: well, that's what's interesting about that cosmism stuff that I've been really interested in lately is that they it seems like they draw you in with the space and the interplanetary travel. And it's really all about hive mind shit. And that's that's the end all be all is the hive mind, the uh sharing of intelligence, sharing of languages, sharing of everything, not for us, but for for whoever's controlling us, it seems.
1: I think, yeah, I think that goes to the whole one world, right? That's been their agenda from day one is, and and you're seeing it now, like they, they want everything digital, including humans, you know, they want to be able to control, they want to be able to shut you on and off basically, you know, or control your ability to do certain things. And I think that's, you know, that's obviously the first step is to, you know, manipulate your ability to travel, manipulate your ability to trade, um, things like that. And then it's going to be, you know, how do we manipulate how you... And they're already doing this to an extent, how you feel. But then they really want to get into how you think and and right. make you more easily programmed.
2: only binary system they want, right? Like they they want to deal with everything in ones and zeros. But as soon as you talk about binary genders, like look yeah. out. What? you in trouble. <laughs> what? Drew, you homophobe.
1: It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's... It... <laughs> It's the total inversion of everything, you know, I I was talking about this with my even my sister and brother in law who are very normal, you know, they're kind of matrix people, they just go with the flow, they love, you know, cable television every night and all that stuff. But even they're like. You know, I started asking them about a couple things, you know, like some of the drag shit and some of the things they're pushing in schools. And they're like, yeah, we're starting to see it now. It's starting to make sense that all this shit you've been talking
3: about isn't as crazy as we thought it was. Yeah. I mean, dude, you're not you're not off base by bringing this stuff up. But what's funny is talking with certain people that talk about uh, like us, like how we say, you know, the Amazon Alexa is collecting all your data, your phones are listening to you. How many people out there say, "Who cares? Yeah, like, what? What? What are they going to do with my info? I'm not. I'm not hurting anyone. Yeah, they can. You know? They can
1: do whatever they want. They don't. They, they. They. They're not going to do anything bad with it.
3: Yeah, they're making a
1: fucking clone of you.
2: <laughs> exactly. No, no. That's what I'm saying. It's like you fucking people don't understand. Every the one people- I always get is the one I always get is oh they already got that information anyway why does it matter I'm like so you agree it's wrong but because they've already got it it doesn't matter. Right. That's one hell of a way of going around that thought process. It's wild. I mean, so it,
3: with this thing, I brought this up because um, you have these these companies, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which we've heard of, Avanti Communications, which I have not heard of. I don't know if you guys have heard of Avanti here. You guys yeah, heard they're of British, right? Yes, and yeah, it's um, like a military fucking thing. It's a satellite company, but yeah. why would why would it be a uh, British versus an American? Because all the Five Eyes nations feed all their intel to Britain. We've known this. Um, Avanti being part of this. Also, the 2030 Vision, um, Google, MasterCard, uh, Salesforce, and UNICEF. All these companies are working together for this this new agenda. And this company right here, and I'm actually going to talk about this, ARM, um, ARM. They run the 2030 Vision technology partnership. And they are spending so much money and resources getting this technology that we have in the United States, including our homeless people, what they have, the phones and all this shit, getting them to schools and very, very the most underprivileged people in the world, in the world, not just in the U.S., are starting to get cell phones and things like this. And it's not for the greater good. It's for their purposes. It's to collect more data on every single person in the world. If the SWS is a real simulation, which it is, it's provable, there's patent numbers, there's factual shit from Purdue University, they're going to be needing people in Africa to represent their nodes. And um, yeah, it's just an interesting little uh, it's an interesting little setup that they got there, man. Everything oh, and, is, is and, and you're absolutely right.
1: It, just because you may be poor or homeless, they still want your data. They want to know what everybody's doing because that's the way they can get that quantum working in in the most efficient manner and get a real picture of everything. And they don't want
3: just your data. They want your memories. They want what makes you, Matt, different than me, different than Drew. They want those things to put into this computer.
2: What was the name of that British company, Avanti? Avanti, yeah. A-V-A-N-T-I. Isn't that Italian for moving forward?
3: I don't know. Is it?
1: I think so. And that was that guy's name, Michael Avanti, too.
3: That scumbag lawyer. <laughs> okay. Moving forward, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you go to their website, let me show you. I'll, I'll pull this. Now, back is that there. that ERS stuff, Rye? What's that? That score. Is
1: that what they're going towards? That, you know, environmental whatever
3: yeah like social the social credit, credit score. score and stuff yeah, the
1: erc or whatever it's I, I don't remember the acronym they have for it but
3: yeah yeah it definitely is it um, measures like your carbon usage and shit like that my thing is when you pull up the 2030 vision why is it a brain it's a computer you know network brain too yeah it's a hive mind it's a, a hive hive mind. total hive so you know that's scary stuff um going back i wanted to find the actual website arm semiconductor is what i'll pull up here um this is the avanti website and what was funny when i was going through this look what they say here uh we can give you shit anywhere visible from the satellites within the earth's disc Ooh, that's a (laughs) rough one (laughs) right it's like why why are they saying that um yeah let's see uh arm semiconductor company and what you get here, when you pull them up, look at the Luciferian symbolism right off the bat, right up top here. Uh, look at that. Oh, man. A guy holding a torch like the Statue of Liberty, right? Like what the hell
1: is on there? No,
2: you know yeah. what that actually is? That reminds me of the, um, the apple. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The it's, 1984 the, commercial.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. Like yeah.
2: The, it's like the forbidden fruit of knowledge. Yep. That's it's illuminated. It
3: there's a lot of stuff with that apple logo i did a little intro i think to a monday night master debaters talking about the apple symbolism dude the the whole apple symbolism is so occult it goes into like homosexuality it goes into like the forbidden fruit it goes into all that shit um the i forget the guy's name but it was a guy that actually got arrested back a long time ago for pedophilia that they made that apple logo for but um (laughs) Yeah, man, this is one of the people that's trying to make your one world government and your safe utopia. And this is uh, an organization doing this that most people out there haven't heard of ARM. And they're completely Luciferian in in their origin, man. It's that anytime you see a torch and a Prometheus reference like that, like you said, Matt, it's just lightbearer. Yeah, the light bear, the the exactly. It's just a it's a wild thing. So, yeah, very Masonic, very. Don't send that to Dank. What's that? (laughs) This? Don't send that to Colorado Dank. He'll break
1: it down, up, down and sideways. I know, dude. Yeah, (laughs) no, it's it's uh, it's crazy. There's a lot of stuff to that, though. Oh, dude, it's wild. I actually I got uh, I actually listened to Rogan this week because he had on these guys from uh, what the hell is this? I want to share the uh, Boneyard, Alaska. Have you guys ever heard of these guys? No. Okay. So this guy uh, right here is John. He's the owner. He uh, bought this five. It started out with like five acre plot in Alaska. And he bought it for like mining, gold mining and shit. Eventually, uh, initially, but what he's finding on it is all these mammoth bones and um like direwolf bones and a whole sh- he's found at least a half dozen animals that shouldn't have existed or are said to not existed in North America, but he's got proof that they were in Alaska, so wow. Uh it, it's crazy. He was on Rogan, and but the crazy part is is so what happens is he, he he bought the company from, an, uh, you know, I don't know how long ago, but but the company that he bought it from had donated a bunch of bones to the American uh, Historical Society or whatever they're called. In And they have a place in New York. Well, he went there to uh, try and collect his bones. And when he went to go collect them. They're like, oh, well, they're in the basement and the basement's going through asbestos. So it's going to be like six or seven years before you can get your bones back. And he was like, well, I'll pay for him to you know, take him out or whatever. So in the meantime, time passes. They're supposed to be doing asbestos abatement. They take the bones and they dump them in the fucking East River. And so what he has started on on the Rogan podcast is the Great Bone Rush of 2023. Because supposedly in the East River at this location or near this location is uh, at least a truckload of mammoth bones and and tusks and things like that that were donated. So it's it's wild. So now he he it had been redacted information he kept secret until he said the only way he was going to release it is if he went on Rogan. And he's had, you know, big time TV shows at offer him offers and things like that. And he's like, nope, the only way I'm revealing it is on Rogan. And so he went on Rogan finally. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, so the bone rush is on. But this guy has found he's he has just a 5000 square foot warehouse full of bones that he just collects. And what they do is they just go and wash out like the side of a hill with like this high powered hose and is that what uh, is that what the permafrost used to be and that's that's exactly what it is they're knocking off the permafrost so when they and i apologize for being so small i can't really blow it up but you can go to boneyard alaska and uh and check it out but what they do is yeah he has like a a giant hose set up and he sprays the side of the mountain that's frozen with permafrost and he said the smell is just something else because it's just kicking up all this organic matter um from thousands of years old and the crazy part is some of these bones some of the dates on them are dates going back to time when this stuff shouldn't have existed so and, and blowing out you know the timeline that that Randall Carlson has not blowing it out but Saying okay, yeah, this corresponds a little bit with the twelve thousand, you know, eight hundred years ago, younger Dryas era, but it, you know, there were animals here before then too that shouldn't have been here. So it isn't making-
3: there a serious like possibility that some kind of virus might be in there or something might get out? But I- right?
1: it's frozen, so I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, the crazy part is this dude said he ate, like, uh, a piece of 10,000-year-old animal. They grilled it up and ate it. I don't they, think I would do that. I, I would never do
2: that. No, fuck no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. He said it tasted like leather, but yeah. Still. I would be so much concerned about a frozen virus. I'm more concerned about what killed all these things all at the same time. Yeah, Like, oh, the bones of them. Their legs are crushed. they some of them were flash frozen with with greenery in their mouth. They were still eating. Like, that's the mainstream science. That's what they're telling us. They just died like that instantly All at once.
3: Dude, there's this really interesting exhibit out here. And we actually, I, I kind of learned more about it today. It's been out here in Bisbee, Arizona, south of me, uh, south of Tucson, Arizona. And it's this exhibit called The Thing. And they have this whole exhibit of... Um, what the thing is it's like this mummified creature uh it kind of looks like a humanoid but it's got an elongated face and it's supposedly a real thing that was bought like centuries ago and um they the whole exhibit focuses on aliens versus dinosaurs and it's like a roadside attraction out here but they have this thing and like the theory of this exhibit says that aliens are basically behind every major world event and um They have a lot of this shit in there. Like, it's just like, it's just kind of interesting that, that this is coming up right here. And I was talking about this just earlier today. That is dope. That is wild. He's (laughs) like,
1: and, and so the crazy part was he was talking with a guy um, who was, you know, doing some work, trying to help him inventory some of the collection. And he goes, do you have this thing insured? And the guy's like, no, I, why would I insure it? He goes, go get this collection insured. He goes, well, okay, how much should I insure it for? He goes, uh, probably $4 million. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, in, in, insure it for $4 million. He goes, it's probably, was it four or was it 400 I can't remember. I think it might've been $400 million. And he said his collection's worth $150 million but you always Mm. overshoot and it's just, it's all paleontology that, you know, and, and he's like, there's not really a lot of interest in it, you know, which is crazy. Like, cause this could change
2: the whole story of history. What's what's the timeline on these? Is this like, are these bones from like closest 10,000 years ago, 12,000 years ago? He said a lot of them
1: here's he said the issue was, is, is that getting them tested? Right. Each test is like four to $500. So he's had a handful of his stuff tested. Um, and, you know, it, it's a, a wide range of dates, he said, but a lot of it is right in that younger Dryas timeframe. You
2: so that's that, the weird thing. That even happened in Australia. We had megafauna like rhinoceros sized wombats and giant kangaroos and man eating platypuses and all this weird stuff. That all died out between 10 to 11,000 years ago. Yep. And they're saying it was climate change back then. But it's almost like there were these larger animals around. And for humans to actually start to build civilization, they had to wipe the slate clean and get rid of anything that could possibly harm humanity. Yep. Yeah. What
3: a, what a powerful caption that is, too. That last line, like, the, we've seen things they saw. It's quite the track.
1: Yeah. Well, what's crazy is what he said is he said when they do this, right, when they blow out the side and and they leave it exposed, he said in the like springtime, you'll have stuff growing out of this stuff that doesn't exist today, stuff from 10,000 years ago that has been buried in the permafrost and the seeds are now germinating because they finally hit the sunlight after 10,000 years. He said, so there's there's some plants that are coming back that so we didn't. Bud. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's such a cool. So anybody that's interested, it's the Boneyard Alaska. He only does Instagram. Um, I know his daughter has a YouTube channel and she's called Gold Daughters. Um, but really cool stuff if you're into
2: any sort of fossils or treasure hunting and stuff like that. Here's a scenario for you then, Matt. Like imagine you're doing that and you're digging in the permafrost and mammoth bones, all as normal. You come across like a giant human skull. What the hell do you do in that situation? What would you do? You can't do it. And he, he said, exactly. You can't do anything. He goes, you have
1: to get rid of that or that site gets shut down because, Because he's dealing with paleontology, right? He's not dealing with archaeology. As soon as human bones are involved, then the government can come in. Um, Because on his property, he owns down to the core of the earth, theoretically, unlike us who own, you know, maybe six feet down or something like that of our property here in most of America. Um, So anything you would find below that, the government could come in and claim. And especially with archaeology, he said that's automatic. The government comes in right away. Like you see it with buildings, right? Any building where they're building and they find human remains, they're fucked because now they have to have the whole site excavated. They have to do a thorough investigation. And so he and Joe even asked him, he goes, he goes, you ever find any bones? He goes, what do you mean? He goes, you ever find any human bones? And he goes, no comment. He goes, Oh, so you found bones. He goes, no comment. He goes, cause if, if they do, if I do find bones, I have to report it. And that's gives the feds permission to come on my property. He goes, otherwise they can't come on. It's my private property. I can do whatever I want. He's actually, um, leased out some of his property to the government for nuclear testing. Cause he's got like 10,000 acres too. Uh, and you know, all over. So yeah it's it's crazy man i I thought about that too and I'm like, man, what would I do? Like if I had all this and I'm finding all these bones like and he said he could sell them, he's like one of the tusks could get over five hundred grand. he's like, but I don't want the money. he's like this is this is bigger than money. this is history and uh and it, it, I'm with him on it. it's cool as hell i mean i I wanted to see it i want I got to go on his page and look more, but he has direwolf skulls from in dire worse from when we're supposed to be in alaska so very interesting stuff and he's got short-faced grizzly skulls um they come across all sorts of animals and plants and stuff
2: crazy man it's like how the russians talk about they want to clone mammoths and bring back the scythian people and yep boggles the mind about what types of things have been in the past and why it seems like so many groups or interests are trying to bring these things back well and why they were wiped out in the first place right
1: that's the question that i have like especially with like the scythians man that was like a you know a specific genocide just to wipe them out and man it's the and, and the scythians kind of fall under they're the like the predecessors
2: basically to the tartarians um, it makes, and, makes you wonder whether all these PCR tests and ancestry online is, is a means not only for cataloging your DNA, but for searching for certain blood types and certain genotypes. Well, that's one thing I'm,
1: I found a, a book from the 1830s and it's called American antiquity. And this guy, he's talking about how, um, you know, basically the Western Western and some of the southern, like the plains, like Oklahoma area of, of America, were had Tartars, had Scythians, had Asians. Um, and then the eastern side was mainly the Africans that came over and the Normans, like the Dutch and and the Vikings and things like that. So but he says flat out that, you know, before the before the quote unquote Indians that we know, were these other groups that were here and populated it. And then there was a group before them, which was the original mound builders, which ties, he ties like to uh, the biblical flood and that those people were
2: here at that time when the flood happened. So who knows? Well, Well, even according to the mainstream consensus, there's copper mines in North America, which you can date the metals, the copper is in Europe now. And it was being mined in North America and taken to Europe for jewelry and weaponry. And yeah, that's, that's no small feat trying to go that far in rickety old ships.
1: No. And and what you're finding too, is that the the current would take them from Africa down in the, the trade route would take them into the, you know, the islands down to Florida, that area. And so what's the stretch of them to come a little bit North and hit the East coast. And so Yeah, I find it all fascinating because I just see what we've been taught and how narrow it is and how it fits in this nice little clean box. When in reality, it's so much bigger
3: than what we've been told. Interesting shit. Dude, my dog is terrified right now from earlier. I tried to let them outside and for some reason she saw something in the sky And she ran inside. I didn't see it. Kim didn't see it. No one else saw it. But she's been hiding in her kennel ever since like two hours ago, three hours ago. About now. You didn't have a Bigfoot in the backyard, did you? Unless it was flying. I don't know what it was because she saw something in the sky and she was standing next to me. And she like almost knocked me over because she like scurried away and then ran inside. She looked up and then fucking took off inside. She's been in her cage ever since. And there's nothing out there. Dude, we were looking up there for, like, a while. Yeah. Nothing. Wow. something was probably looking back, though. I don't know. I mean, you know how dogs have that extra sense, kind of like little kids do, where they can see, like, entities or whatever yeah. the theory is? Well, it's either it, that where she picked up a frequency. Right. Yeah, maybe too. we're being targeted here, which is not out of the realm of possibility. But, yeah, no, it was just weird, man. She's still freaking out. She's still just hiding. So it's weird, man. Some shit going on. What a hell of a way to start 2023. Fucking, Dude, it uh, never it is. And that's the other thing. Is
1: there any more pointless holiday than New Year's? Like I why think it's f- I think it's interesting. Why the fuck is anything closed on New Year's Day?
3: Like yeah, it's, it's the not dumbest thing right. in that sense. Yes. <laughs>
1: like, come on, man. Like, why the fuck are you get New Year's Day? Like, I, I went, I wanted to go. I went out this morning. I went to the gym, and then I was gonna go. To, I went to a couple they're closed. I'm like how the fuck are you? It's first of all, it's Monday. Where are you trying to go? Like gro- grocery stores? Uh, there was a low, like local ones, yeah, smaller ones, mom and pop. And then, uh, like I went to get uh pizza, and the pizza
3: shop was closed today. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah not no, today. I, yesterday, yesterday, Sunday, the first. I say that pizza spot doesn't deserve your business anymore. These well, I'm not going back bucks.
1: now. I couldn't get a New Year's. I- <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I was I was banking on it, too. And and at that point, the grocery store. See, I'm living in the mountains. So the go like go to the grocery store is like a half hour drive. So it's like it's not worth it for some shit. The pizza spots like five minutes up the road. And yeah, so I wasn't making the rest of the trek, and I was dependent on that pizza. So not going back there.
3: Fuck that. Yeah. Is there any uh like in your guys's region? Uh, obviously, different countries here, but and continents. Is there different like foods that you're supposed to eat for New Year's like for good luck or whatever? You guys got anything?
1: No, not there's nothing like no like cultural thing here. I mean like there's there's a lot of Christmas dishes up here that are, you know, heavy. This is a somewhat heavy Polish Ukrainian area, so you get okay. a lot of those at Christmas time. You know, a lot of baked goods um and sure. then a lot of the, you know, pierogi and thing like that. uh they push um but yeah no nothing like you know no like you know you should eat this as the new year
2: or pre-new year or after the new year i've never heard of anything australians generally eat a lot of seafood that's like we have it at christmas this time of year because it's our summer it's just really good to have and then we've got a high scotch-irish ancestry for a lot of people in this part of australia so we have the tradition where at midnight the oldest man in the house would knock on the front door and in his hand, he'd have a bottle of whiskey. So you'd never go thirsty in the new year. You'd have a That's loaf good. of bread. So you never go hungry and a lump of coal. So you never go cold.
3: I like that a lot. Do you, cool. do you guys do that? Yeah. Yep. That's fucking nice. That's a really cool one. Actually. <laughs> That's yeah. a cool tradition. No, man. I, like what? So the reason I asked that is because uh ghost in Pennsylvania, I guess they do sauerkraut and pork. That's a a big thing there. Uh, Never heard of that, but it's like you you slow cook pork and like a pork shoulder or pork butt. And then you put sauerkraut in there. I know here a lot of Chinese food for some reason, like you eat just Chinese food for the new year. And every Chinese food around uh, Chinese restaurant is packed and like to go. What No matter what it is, it's always for some reason. I don't know what it is. Um yeah no i it just kind of makes you wonder like why certain uh, you know cuisines or whatever are meant to be eaten like with the thanksgiving theme right like why the fuck are you supposed to eat a turkey what's that about you know there's there's always some underlying meaning to all of it
1: Yeah i find the turkey thing comical because especially with franklin wanting ben franklin wanted the turkey to be our national mascot right instead of the eagle <laughs> so the fact that we eat an abundance of fucking turkeys
2: it's kind of ironic. See, we, in Australia, we, we do eat our national emblems, though. The emu and the kangaroo, we ate them. Yeah, kangaroo are, are eaten a lot there, right? Yeah, it's really good. Very lean, Very huh. gamey, almost like a venison.
3: Interesting. Yeah, it seems weird to eat a kangaroo. They seem like little dogs to <laughs> Americans, like cute little animals. They're, They're like, like rats over, over their face. But...
2: They'll mess you up. <laughs> yeah, that
3: thing will fuck you up, man. Dude, me, me, we were talking about this the other day, man. How many, like, it was, so we started off with this part. How many raccoons in, like, a war scenario, how many raccoons do you think that you could fight before they overtook you? <laughs> like, we were this doing
1: is, this with this all is, kinds of yeah, animals. We're going back to the the lion chasing pugs here.
3: Right. Yeah, this is yeah. Weird. <laughs> but i think that raccoons it's a it's a misleading number because they're kind of like cats but they can get up to about 40 pounds they have claws they've so got they mean claws the fuck out of you and they're angry yeah do they have, do the best... they have
2: thumbs at all i think so they i think can grab.
1: Like, they can't so like, if,
2: they, hold. If, they, if they can grab i think that gives them an uh, uh, up hand on what
1: a
3: pug would do Though. yeah because right. they can climb so yeah they definitely have an upper hand on a pug and you don't have any weapons, like maybe if you can grab a rock or whatever to bash or one a stick, you know, just to get some distance. But still, I, I said five and I stood behind it. I don't think that I could go more because some people were saying 13, 14, 20. And I was like, no, dude, I think <laughs> you'd be lucky to get five because like sometimes it-, it takes like five people to, to tame a house cat. If a house cat's angry. Ooh.
1: Yeah, it depends what <laughs> if they're coordinated or not. If they can orchestrate t- and work together, you're fucked at five, I would say. Yeah.
2: Right. You can it's only fend off your two,
1: tendon, right? two or three at the <laughs> most, right? I mean, you got two legs and two arms.
3: What, right. else are you, what else are you doing? I'm thinking you're stomping on them, right? You're stomping <laughs> yeah. on them before they jump on you. Because we did this with that. We did it with kangaroos. We did it with owls. I think owls are dangerous, dude. I, I think if an owl's trying to,
2: I said one, because they can fly and they've got razor talons. Um, I've, I've got one for you then. Tasmanian devils. One. Bring up a picture of a Tasmanian devil. Just one.
3: one? Yeah,
2: Max, Max, because that's like a honey badger or a wolverine. They've got a bite pressure more than a African lion, so they'll crush your bones instantly. So yeah, you're right. pretty much fucked. So the first one that touches you with its mouth, you're
3: done. That's why I say one. I think that you're you're busy working on one, and another one comes up behind you and fucks you up. Um
1: mean that motherfucker!
3: Yeah, there's no way. I I don't think many people are taking on more than one. Um, we also did like New York, uh, New York City rats, like those big rats. I said like twenty or thirty. Uh, I yeah, fuck those 100. twenty or
2: thirty. How many rat kings though? How many rats combined into one?
3: No rat kings
2: no wreckings
3: no (laughs) (laughs) but yeah man no i mean yeah like these things are uh yeah tasmanian devils that little one looks cute but then look at the one right to the left of it that thing is like eating it's young yeah savage yeah then you look at something
1: like that yeah it's all cool and but i mean yeah they can move
3: those little ones i could probably take like 10 The little babies before (laughs) they, when they're done, when they're not done nursing yet, I could take on several, but once they're they're... this, this fucking thing. Yeah. You're not, you're not fighting more than one or two of those, dude.
1: Yeah. Those claws are sharp enough too. They'll do some damage. Right. Damn. Yeah. If they can. and, And like I said, if they, if they have
3: any sort of coordinated attack, that number drastically reduces right yeah we were talking about it like uh i don't know if you've ever played call of duty zombies like when they come in waves it's like you got one (laughs) and then two come and then three come and then four come (laughs) so it's a fun conversation to have when you're like hi it's a fun one (laughs) so i encourage everyone out there just to try and think about different animals and how many you could fuck up of them hummingbirds how many hummingbirds oh uh i mean hundreds Honestly, are they even
1: going to attack? Do they have it in them?
3: We're talking about like, like programmed program to attack
2: birds. What about like honeybees or bees? So that's what I think. A hummingbird would be like bees. You'd just be swarmed by them. And they got that thin little beak. It gets you in the eyes. If, yeah. If takes your vision attack. out, then you're done. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, bees, you're fucked. I mean, you get stung by a few bees, but they don't like to sting you unless...
1: No, what they do, though, is... I, I put a video on Instagram last week of it. What they, they There was a hornet that got into their nest and they swarm the hornet and they surround it. And then they all just vibrate and they generate heat and they all raise their body temperature within one degree of killing themselves. And their heat together basically fries that hornet. So you have to think of how many of them would it take to get on you to either A, sting you into shock or B, fry you with hmm. like frequency or heat or burn you at least
3: yeah man i mean yeah there's that there's like the idea of like fighting a deer you know oh, a deer fuck deer, a deer <laughs> especially
1: if they get up on their hind legs man they got a, You're fucking a long reach
3: yeah yeah deer's gonna fuck you up a sh- a ram like a like no a fucking, shot there's dude, no my chance, dog. you can't
1: knock them out it's fucking hilarious. I have two goats in my backyard up here uh, that my neighbors own. And my son and I go up and we give them, give them food every now and then. Shit like that. Well, I, I have my dog off leash because she's usually pretty good and she'll keep distance. Well, she was fucking inquisitive as hell as we're feeding the goats. Well, one of the goats, she got too close and he fucking rammed the fence. And the dog was up against the fence and it sent her back like a little bit. And it was hilarious because it didn't even try. It was just kind of a gentle little whoosh. And yeah. it fucking shot the dog back.
3: So, yeah, they could do some damage. Yes. Yeah, man. Uh, the average animal out there will just fuck up any one of us. Like, yeah, easily, you know, wild animals or something else, man. A llama. It started off with a, the, the conversation of fighting a llama. Like if you <laughs> if, if a llama was trying to fuck with you, could you knock one out? Could you kill one? It's like a camel. What about a camel? That's a tough one. Camel. I think a camel has your number, dude. Same as a horse, right? They're big. They're big animals. They kick you one time. You're done. Fuck you up. Yeah. What
2: What are you going to do? Punch it? (laughs) It's like we're coming up with the next season of that show, Zoo, where the animals all turned on people.
3: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right, dude. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like some of those more like docile, like uh, what you would consider to be like prey animals, would actually fuck you up more often than, like, the predator animals would. I think, like, a cougar, obviously that's going to fuck you up. No, uh, you you have, well, people have been known to choke them out before, right? Like, oh, yeah.
1: No, you can <laughs> in rare instances, but 90, I'd say 90% of the people are going to get fucked up by that animal.
3: I'll raise you to 99.9% of people are going to get fucked up by a cougar um i think i think you gotta really get the jump on something like that and you just gotta i mean god's on your side in that fight if if you win you know you're not you're you're not skillfully taking out a cougar
2: you gotta watch out for cougars like i jump on my computer and it always tells me there's a cougar within five miles
3: right and and, and they always want to fuck for some reason which is weird
1: that's how they get you in there it's fucking like, bush cougars will get you
3: yeah, dude, it's just a fun conversation to have when you're uh, fucked up with some buddies talking about uh, how many animals you can beat up. Dude, hey, pelicans, you, what about pelicans? Oh, fuck pelicans, dude. They get swallow shit whole. <laughs> That's what I'm
1: thinking. It gets over your head, and then you're just yeah. incapacitated. You can't see. They're massive, too. Those things are fucking big. That's a dinosaur right there. I'd say I could take one. I think you can do more than one. I don't know, man. Pelican, that's a big fucking bird. If it gets over your head, you're fucked.
3: <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, you're done. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I was thinking more like small, small things where you wouldn't think they
2: would fuck you up. But, quail. You know, quail. Nice little quail. Like, size of your hand. How many quail? I'm thinking I think dozens. The smaller things. Are dozens, like, yeah. Yeah, or like a duck. Like, Ducks dude I ducks. could take
1: Geese. probably a couple Geese, hundred yeah. ducks dude ducks are useless they can't do anything to you
3: right like it's even cause... their beaks don't hurt right. yeah they're like <laughs> like a butter knife
2: right? yeah trying to cut so, someone's so, hand off with a like, butter knife cuz
1: we have we have like i don't know there's probably a dozen ducks that come down and my son feeds them well, one time they tried to jack him for the bag of uh bread he had in his hand and he he just with his, his foot cleared like six or eight of them with one kick. And it was, you know, not like kick, kick, but like just swinging his leg to give him some room. They went fucking flying. So, I yeah, ducks are ducks are weak. Chickens, well, let me ask on the other hand.
3: Let me story. Let me ask this then. Would you rather fight like a middle aged or teenaged grizzly bear? Not a fully grown one, not a baby, just like a, a middle aged one or. Five raccoons. What would you rather fight, Drew?
2: Five raccoons, hands
3: down. Five raccoons rather than a middle-aged grizzly.
2: I think a, any a swipe from a grizzly,
3: even a middle-aged one, yeah. that's going to fuck you up. Like a grizzly bear that weighs the same as you do. We'll say that. Probably still the raccoons. Really, yeah, dude? Because okay. a yeah. chimpanzee yeah.
1: that's like a third of my weight could fuck me
3: up and just tie me in knots. But it seems like the only weapon that the grizzly bear has is its mouth. It, I think if you get Paws. behind it, Right, right. If that I thing think it... gets its paw on you, you are done. So, are you going with the grizzly bear that weighs the same as you versus seven fucking raccoons, too, Matt? Are you going? No, I'm them? taking raccoons
1: all day. I'll fight. I'll take my chances with raccoon. I'm not fucking with a bear.
3: I think I'd rather fight the bear that weighs the same as I do. <laughs> Good luck, because you're fighting seven independent brains versus one that's yeah that aren't coordinated and they could be retarded they i could
1: get the seven down syndrome fucking raccoons and just
3: <laughs> i could get the re- the one retarded bear for
1: that you matter. good <laughs> you could with that logic very true <laughs> like yeah. grizzly adams yeah man a friend bears dude i saw we had a trash panda fucking in connecticut there was this black bear And this dude, I mean, he could care less. I went outside or I was above him, right? Because my garbage cans were down in the driveway. We had a window up above. So I was probably, you know, 10 feet above the ground. And I was banging a pot in the window. And this dude just looks up while he's going through my trash. Like, dude, you really think that's going to make me move? (laughs) And he just goes back. He just takes the bag out, walks across the driveway. So I go outside with my, with the dog thinking, or I went down in the garage and I had the door like not open, but cracked so the dog could smell the bear thing. if the dog barks, the bear's going to take off. The bear came to the fucking door like, Oof. hey, what's under there? I see the nose sniffing under the door. I fucking hit the button, shut that door real quick. I'm like, oh, damn it. I got to clean up this garbage tomorrow. But that uh, was like, you know, maybe a 200 pound black bear. And that thing just seemed like it would fuck me up.
3: That is what's scary is like, if we're going by the weight, I'm having a fight a 240 pound black bear. I'm I'm not, I'm not happy about it, but I think I have a better chance at that
2: than the seven raccoons, man. I think you guys are underestimating (sighs) raccoons. All right, Ron, how how about this for a wild card there? Grizzly bear or seven koala bears. And before you make decision, to bring up a picture of a koala bear and the sound recording of them screaming, they're mean i know koala bears are very mean we actually had this conversation as well
3: (laughs) um i'm going with the bear i'm going with the one-on-one versus being outnumbered by a bunch of little guys right like i would rather fight let's take this to a human analogy i'd rather fight someone my weight versus seven midgets i would i would not want to fight seven midgets what is this This is supposed to be... Did you share your sound? Yeah. Oh, man. fuck. See, fuck that, dude. They look mean. They don't look nice. They, You know, when you see them, they look cute. I guess they don't have too vicious a teeth. I
1: don't know why there's no sound.
3: What the fuck? Yeah no thanks. I'm going with the single bear.
1: It sounds like a hippo. Sounds like a hippo. It's got little thumbs too. Yeah. yeah, they've got two
2: thumbs on each hand. Yeah. Yeah, koala bears are rough, man. And the worst part is you could bite into one of those to defend yourself, but because they eat so much eucalyptus, their blood is quite poisonous. Wow. So, if they bite you, you're done? No, if you bite them, like it's on you and you're to bite oh. it to get off you.
1: Now, what does what one of those weigh? That um, one looks
3: like it weighs about 40 pounds.
1: Yeah, that's a big. Uh, yeah, that's what I was saying. That thing looks like 40, 50
3: pounds. Like, yeah, like a medium sized
0: dog. <laughs> okay.
3: What the fuck? Like a medium sized dog. That's a good, <laughs> good way to. Bite. Like a pit bull. It weighs about as much as a fucking pit bull. Okay, so what about a Komodo dragon versus a fucking uh, black bear?
2: Who are you fighting in that situation? I'd go the bear because the Komodo dragon nips you. You're fucking dead from the the bacteria in the bite. Right. You get one little scratch, you're done.
1: Yeah,
3: you're done. Can't do it. Alligator or Komodo dragon? Alligator. Gator.
2: Wait, are you in the water? Because that kind of changes things you're you're on a marsh (laughs) you fucking fence sitter (laughs) Um, (laughs) probably the alligator still because you can fuck them up just by putting your hand on a certain part of the of their mouth right because they only open up a certain way right
3: man the alligator pound for pound i think is the scariest animal out there honestly they're they're
2: all muscle so yeah they're scarier than a shark
3: they're dinosaurs man
2: Do they do the same thing as Crocs and go into a death roll? Like they grab something and then just roll around? Yeah.
1: And the bite force is just off the charts. I mean, forget about it.
3: Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm going. Okay, then let's go this. Shark versus alligator. And you're on the land. And the shark can breathe on land. (laughs) But it can't move. So you got it. (laughs) If a sh- see, if a shark could move like it could move
1: in water, I'd fucking say no way, but... If I'm not saying land- all things
3: equal. All things equal, shark versus alligator. I think I'm, I'm taking the alligator still. I think pound for pound, a shark fucks up an alligator. Like, if we're doing, like, that old show, Deadliest Warrior, like the Spartan versus the ninja yeah. shit, <laughs> I, think the, I think the fucking alligator is the scariest animal in
2: the world. Honestly. hippo. Hippo is 100% the scariest animal in the world. That's
3: a
1: bad motherfucker right there. Yeah. They're assholes. Hippo. They kill the most
3: people out of any animal every year. I think that's because they're misleading. A lot of people are uneducated about how, because they look cute and they no look one, slow. No one, yeah. And they look
1: stupid. And there's no they're one smarter than fucking alligator. vicious killers that can run 30 miles an hour.
3: Yes. No one
1: goes People try to, to fade the marbles all
2: the time. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, man. No, it's scary. I I go. uh, My my biggest nightmare is an alligator that is trying to fight me. That's my biggest. Ah, fuck, I dude. Yeah, I've had. So alligator
2: or croc though, Ryan? Crocodile or
3: alligator? Alligator. Alligator. Yeah, the more swampy, you know, low key ones,
2: like the shit that you see in Florida. Those are scary. Where do crocodiles live mostly? Uh, The top end, so Queensland, Northern Territory, Western Australia. Too cold okay. down here for them. Thank God. Yeah, fuck that, dude. I I mean, I don't understand. Like, you know, these
3: dudes in Florida that you see, you see people like you know the Florida man, the the epic Florida man. I don't know. I mean, that's that's another question. Would you rather fight fight a Florida man or an alligator? I don't know because you see these Florida men fighting alligators all the time, and it's mind blowing to me. Like how these people wrestle their dogs yep, out of yep. the
2: mouths of these alligators. It's it's crazy, dude. Dude, so. it's wild. Yeah, fuck Alegan. And, and a Florida man's probably on that much methamphetamine, like you won't feel yeah. it. Won't yeah, or him. bath salts or whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever bath the salts. fucking <laughs> poison of choices lately. Whatever's laying around.
1: Yeah, they know? eat faces down there, man. You don't fuck with those people.
2: Yeah. All right. Now, now we're going down the warrior side of things. Who would win in a fight? Alabama man or Florida man? Florida.
3: Florida man. For sure. That's a tough call. Unless we're talking about like Miami, Florida, man. That guy's guy's all coked up. He's not doing shit. Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to sleep with his Cuban girlfriend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, guys. I think this is a good spot to wrap it. Animal Fight Club. We'll have to continue this another time.
3: It's a good segment. What's that? It's a good segment. I think uh, maybe it's our
1: second round of it. It's got to be good. (laughs) Have we talked about
3: this before? (laughs) I
1: think it came up on the lion or the lion hunting pugs episode. I think we went through a a
2: similar scenario of different animals, how many we could take. I think it's the new food one, though, Ryan. Like you're going to stop talking about food for the next year. It's going to be all about animals. (laughs) You're growing as a person, you're growing as a podcaster. It's good to see. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 Maybe. (laughs) And then we can. Then combine them. What animal would you eat? (laughs) There you
1: go. And you could start your own barbecue show where you start smoking some of these animals.
3: Yeah. Would you rather (laughs) eat 40 cheeseburgers or fight a koala bear? What would you rather do? You know? (laughs) Yeah. McDonald's burgers.
1: Imagine that. Oh, Oh shit. This is awesome. Thank you guys. This has been a
2: lot of fun. Uh, Drew, where can they find you? And what do you got coming up? Yeah, you can find me on your Missing the Point podcast on all the usual podcatchers. Um, also starting Conspiracy Theatre 3000 with Moral Bob and Andy Rouse this year, coming up soon. And I also have an education podcast with Kaylee called uh, The Homeroom Educating Educators, where we talk about all things homeschooling, uh, how to help your kids in the government system and try to navigate the horrible matrix that we all live in. Isn't it
1: ironic, a public school teacher teaching about homeschooling? I love it. That is great. Oh, beautiful thing. Drew, thank you so much, my friend. I'm so glad we connected. We'll definitely have to get together again when our schedules meet up. Perfect. Thanks for having me on, mate. Yeah, I'd love to do something again with you.
3: Rye, what do you got going on? Just the same stuff, man. Same stuff every week. Um, Sucks that we didn't get to do it last week, but you know, if if there is ever a time to not do uh, a show, it's, it's that week, you know, it's the week of of, a family time and all that stuff. So I think it, uh, it kind of worked out for the best to be honest. Um, But yeah, man, no, these are always so fun. So, you know, big thanks to uh, to drew and to you obviously Matt for uh, just having a fun, fun chat, you know, got all over the place as usual. So, Nothing new over here other than working on my new online store. Got a few new T-shirts that I'm working on, some new designs and some fun stuff like that. But that's about it. Yeah, Probably I like the it. new tees, man. I'm definitely picking one of those up. Thanks, man. Yeah, they're they're uh, fun. I, I'm excited to see how the quality is. And w- and I will let you all know what the quality would end up being. So that's always good. Cannot... That's
1: what was so great about your other shirts, man. They were fucking great T-shirts. Thanks,
3: man. Yeah, I printed those myself. So it was uh, it was it, it I never got any bad feedback other than like the, the few times when like, you know, shit would wash out when I didn't do them properly. And I would always like to replace them when shit like that happened. But we'll see how this uh, how this new venture works out. But uh, yeah, excited to get these new like multicolored designs out. So anything can new? I make, a,
2: can I make oh, yeah. a quick suggestion for a cunt shirt based off your last episode with Ghost? absolutely what Your, do you got the sound bite that joe and jen have already got from it you bunch of weird homos and have yeah. that and as a quote on a shirt yes. that's weird homosexuals. Like you you weird, bunch homosexuals. Of weird homosexuals
3: <laughs> yeah i don't know if they would want to print that i might have to print that one myself still but yes that might be a good uh yeah it just says you weird homosexuals and then it just says like dash cunt like that's who said it. <laughs> um, yeah, man, cunt like the year twenty twenty two, whatever fuck it was. But yeah, no, that's a good idea. Actually, we might do that. But uh, anything new going on over there with the Great Deception? No, man,
1: just getting ready to start twenty three. We're gonna start season two. I'm breaking it up. I'm. Um, I, I didn't do seasons before, but I'm gonna do a second season, I guess, of it. And just yearly? No, just for st- dude, stupid shit. Season okay. two. It's 2023 season two. First, uh, second full year of the podcast.
3: Okay. Fuck no, you. but
1: uh, no, nothing new. Just same old digging into the old world, digging into, uh, you know, ley lines and cymatics and frequency and all that fun shit. And finding out why they, uh, why they did what they did in the 1800s. So we'll keep digging. It's always fun. Never, never, never a dull moment. Oh, yeah it's full of fuckery. So I got some cool stuff coming out. Um, doing some projects with a, a couple different people may do an interview or two. Uh, it's not my, my thing. So I stay away from those. Um, But it is what it is. So having fun with it and uh, looking forward to this is, this is my fun show. I look forward to this. This is the one I stress about is like, okay, I got to make sure I get good guests. I got to make sure I'm finding new people. Like getting and and because it's one of those where it's kind of built its own little following here and right. uh, and people enjoy it so i like to balance out bringing people back and getting new people on and trying to mix up uh some guests together that normally wouldn't get together and see what happens so it's gonna be fun this year we'll have some fun we'll
3: get some new people on here and do what we do Well, it's cool about it, too, is there's no bad guests for the show, you know, like for for like this whole like idea of just chatting. So, yeah, it's always awesome. And, dude, I don't know when you're going to open those garbage pill kids, but I would love to see what you get in those cards. Oh, yeah. Uh, If
1: we I'm going to see what my son wants to do, uh, but I'm definitely going to I'm going to we'll record it and we'll put a put a
3: little video up. Yeah, I'm stoked to see what you get. Did I hope that you get like some some sick ones there? So where can you check out values of those? Oh um th- just go on let me see if I can find it real quick right now. I know that I found um you type in like garbage Pail uh garbage Pail kid Chrome uh value. um there was a whole list
2: of like scroll down much- with a podcast shirt on and go to porn stars. And yeah to <laughs> make a big scene to promote your show. That's it's right. Not you're not wearing your somebody... a homosexual shirt? Yeah.
3: <laughs> While you're here, visit and grab. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't know, man. I'll see if I can find it because I I had this whole thing set up, and I think I actually sent it to Kim, where it lists every single card that's out there for with the Chrome's, and it tells you what each one is worth. And oh, like cool. it goes, it starts off with the one of ones. Yeah. So you get like your twelve thousand dollar valued cards. And then it goes down to like the three dollar value cards. Yep. So, cool. yeah, yeah, we'll definitely we'll we'll get that and we'll record it and uh, have some fun with it. Yeah, good luck, dude. I hope you get some sick shit. It's so fun, man. Like, oh, it's, I'm, I'm like a
1: kid in a candy shop. I got I saw him in my mailbox, and I, it's taken all of my willpower not to open them up. But thank God, my son he comes over on uh, Wednesday, so nice. we'll do something after school with it. Good. I've just yeah, got I'll to say
2: me. that you guys sharing those these garbage pail kid things sent me down a trip of nostalgia that i had to go on ebay and buy a whole bunch of old odd bods that stuff yes. that i shared on instagram uh, and uh, i found myself i've got two sets now god did it cost me fuck yeah, yeah. it's worth dope. it it's for the nostalgia
1: right we got to stay young that's at it. heart that's, that's it dope. gentlemen thank you very much <laughs> stay strong and question everything
0: sorry